Welcome back, guys. This is episode five of But Like Why, the podcast. Hello. This is the first time that we're recording in the same room, which is really fun. So we're just going to kind of kick it today. We're drinking some wine. Yes. Just have a casual conversation. So, Stephanie. Uh huh. (laughs) Have you experienced any particular shifts within this last week? that are like that like stand out to you at all yes it was kind of like I feel like last week I was like starting to feel a bit like myself again I felt like I was like okay I'm starting to feel like myself again Mm -hmm. in terms of just like I don't know I just felt like so like distant from like who I was I feel like I went through a period of time where I was like watching myself from like the outside and it was just like all my reactions didn't feel like the way I would react to certain things yeah and I felt like last week was the first time where I was like oh I feel like myself again and then this week was more of just like threads of like oh like who I can see clearly now who I want to become so it was more of just like becoming like very specific of like this is the life that I want to be living mm-hmm. really thinking about it really putting energy on it really like immersing myself in it listening to really like inspiring like great minds and just like I don't know it just felt like super like I could do this like it felt like what I want feels achievable so I feel like that's a shift because before that I was just like super insecure about everything and like I wouldn't even really make things because I wanted it to be perfect to the mm-hmm. point where yeah that I would was, hold you back like yeah I yeah. was like too scared to even oh, like yeah. try it so I'm really trying to just like take some risks mm-hmm. and just like jump into things and I felt like this week was a like a good start of yeah. that yeah a good jump forward yeah good jump that's forward. that's exciting because I feel like we all go through periods where we feel lost where we feel like maybe it was like a hard time we went through or whatever um or in between states of I don't know um being settled or um traveling around like whatever it is but you can definitely lose yourself a little bit yeah. And it's nice to like be like, oh my God, yeah, there I am. Yeah, I felt like my like, like okay, I'm here. Like my body and like I don't know, like my spirit, I guess, like yeah. morphed into one. I was like, oh, this feels normal again. It's it like, like found its way back to you. Yeah. You I know, like, yeah, I feel like I feel like clay being like molded. <laughs> I love that. Like a piece yeah. of fresh clay. Yeah. I feel. Before it goes, you put it in the uh, <laughs> oven so it like seizes up. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) I feel like, uh, I definitely feel a shift with, um, just things falling into place nicely right now. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like, yeah, just everything is falling into place. And I feel like, uh, just a weight lifted off my shoulders this week, like something clicked or something shifted inside where I was just feeling more, I feel more content and more, like sure of myself and um yeah I feel like I've really been working on my self-esteem for like years mm. and I feel like I'm now you're finally really starting to like hone it yes okay. yeah. yeah yeah no I get that yeah really like that. being in relationships being in friendships with people who like really destroy your self-esteem and like allowing that to happen for so long growing up and like teenage years even into college 
just being around those influences, it has such a huge effect on your mental, you know, and your does. psyche. It like, does, yeah. And just like you, it's so easy to lose yourself in that too. And I feel like self-esteem is also like just owning, this is who I am. This is like, these are my impulses. I own them. They feel right. I'm going to do them because they feel right and they're me. Yeah. And I think that when you're in like situation where you have people around you that are very assertive or not necessarily controlling, but it's like they're very specific about the way that you, they like want things to be and feel. And if you're more of like a chill person, it's like, I'm going with the flow. It's Mm -hmm. very easy to just like be like, oh, I'll give up this battle. I'll give up this battle. Next thing you know, you've given up like 20 battles. Yeah. That person's like, you know, kind of controlling (laughs) the whole board. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm finally like coming into my own and feeling like like I know who I am and I know what I believe and I'm not afraid to like embody that. Like I think in the past I've always been like uns- a little tiptoey around the edge, a little unsure. And um now I I I look up to people who are so um passionate about their beliefs and like really stand up for what they believe in. I feel like that's so admirable and it's like, wow, <laughs> wow, how do you do that? Like, I love yeah, that. I, don't I feel know. like, but you have to remember that even that person goes through like a, yeah. a period of growth. Or, like, they, I don't know. Like, I think that like anybody that like feels very strongly about their convictions mm-hmm. and they don't have fear, like, usually they've been through a lot where it's like, it still takes time for them to get there. Yeah. And it's just, it's some, it gets to a point, I think, for some people where it's like, I have no choice. Yeah. And I think that most people are just kind of like, like maybe, I think a lot of them do or are like, this is how I feel I'm going to say it and let it fly but I think a lot of people like at a certain point the kettle just bursts and it's like I have to say these things because I feel so strongly about them and I think that those are super vulnerable moments too so you know it's hard sometimes you see somebody who does that and it's like there's like they're excommunicated or Mm -hmm. kind of uh, pushed to the side because it takes a lot of bravery yeah it takes a lot of bravery to do that yeah and like I was saying in the last episode like we should all be respectful no matter what your opinion is like it's a shame for people to be shunned because they are just very strong and in their beliefs like and and stand by that and that only you know yeah you have to learn from each other and be empathetic like I feel like sometimes it's like okay there's definitely situations where it's like I grew up in a Juno Beach Jupiter Mm -hmm. like a beach town in Florida off the coast it's like a paradise I definitely can't relate to like some people who grew up in like a farmland and like middle nowhere like their needs are a little different from my needs because my needs were just like I need the ocean I'd like to make some money and you know and like live a good life yeah but it's like if I'm ranching every day and it's like man I just need a barrel of hay or I don't know or man I just want like my electricity to work or man like you know I don't know what Mm -hmm. you're in those kind of elements like what that's like so it's like, it's not, just recognize it's not for me to t- determine how that person should be living or like why their behavior is a certain way. I'm yeah. kind of just accepting people like, this is the way they are. Like they're here to teach me something. What can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Cause I had like um uh, something that came to, that came up for me was like the perspective of people and like how you see somebody, you know, I could look at you and think like, oh my God, you're the strongest person in the world and you're so happy and confident and creative and all these things, <clears throat> you know, from my outside perspective, <clears throat> it's so interesting how those two things, like how my perspective and how you actually are inside could be totally different and you could feel, you know, just the complete opposite way. 
Yeah, and um, I mean, that's why I think I've always, since I was a kid, I thought like the world's just like a production. Like we're all playing like these characters. And yeah. it's like characters are like, because when you're a kid, you're very impressionable too. So it's mm-hmm. like you kind of identify with certain characters or different people that you recognize in life. And you're like, I want to be kind of like that person. And then I think with technology and like your environment and how you grow, you kind of morph into your own version of that. But I think it's easy to forget that like we're so heavily influenced by yeah. external. So it's like that moment when you're kind of like, I feel like that moment where you kind of lose everything, it really like pushes forward the most authentic version of yourself. Yeah. Um, and I agree like I, I feel like I think that's like what social media for me like really made that clear because it's like you see these people on Instagram and different social media sites and you're like wow they must be like doing really well or mm-hmm. like damn they're kicking ass or whatever and then it's like you see them in real life and it's like oh it's kind of just all smoke and mirrors and not that that's a bad thing I think that you know nothing wrong if you want to like create a reality and right create your world I think that's I think that's really cool I think most artists try to it's do fun, that yeah but um, it definitely just shows you it's like you can't really there's no room for comparison I think you have to just set a version of yourself or set a way that you want to be and live mm-hmm. and then just like be passionate about it and I think that that's that's like all that's the only thing you really have to worry about if that makes sense yeah no yeah it's it's very interesting to think about that it's just such a paradox yeah <coughs> yeah yeah like yeah because it's like way you color your hair it's like I'm like from my perspective it's like wow like you're pretty ballsy like yeah. I, I've never dyed my hair like I just I'm scared of I'll just like I don't know what I'm doing so <laughs> like at all I just have what never I even like I don't know I like I like no, the idea yeah. of switching it up but I feel like just, <clears throat> like I feel like I feel like that to me is like it is really brave because mm-hmm. it's you know you're sending a message and it's not like you know it's it's not a thing to just dye your hair tint or a different color like one color difference but yeah to actually like do something like colorful and bright and then to like be able to create a life where that doesn't hinder you and, like, yeah it. right it's impressive yeah it was interesting because I was like a guest host or a guest speaker whatever on my friend Haley's podcast which you guys should check out um it's called are you okay with Haley J and um, I think it's on Apple Podcasts as well. But she was, at, she was, it was like the first thing she said to me was, was like, you know, you always seem like this super confident person in your fashion and your hair. And um, I was like, wow, that's just so crazy. It really sent me down a rabbit hole of thinking about myself and how, how opposite that is and how self-conscious I am or was like, <clears throat> and how like, just I don't know that's such a trippy thing just how different the two things are but then also got me thinking like well am I like presenting this way in a like so that people see me as this confident version you know am I doing this subconsciously is it I don't know it it made me think of how I present myself to the world like obviously I don't dye my hair for anybody else but myself (laughs) like I don't care what anybody thinks of Mm -hmm. it but you know, I definitely have to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, like it will turn heads and it's not necessarily ordinary all the time. And what is that? What is that for me? Like, what does that mean deep down for me? I don't know. It's just interesting for me to think about something I've never thought about before. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I liked how she like brought that up. I was like, wow, huh? Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you're kind of, cool. You're kind of mentioning self-confidence earlier in this episode. And I, I guess I wonder like, is this something that you think was just instantaneous or did you have to build up to a point where you think that was part of the building blocks to getting to you, getting to like the kind of self-confidence that you found now? It 
it almost it in a way was instantaneous like I remember I dyed my hair purple for the first time and I definitely was like okay this is gonna get attention but at the same time like I hate people staring at me so it's just this weird thing where people will look and I'm like stop looking at me but how can I be surprised I have freaking purple hair I think that brings up an interesting point about like how like I don't know like a video like if fear was a video game yeah like hit every level and like you know like pass every level it's mm-hmm. like you go through moments like I found like when I did improv it was kind of like that like mm-hmm. every t- every class you kind of had to just like react and like work off the cuff and it was like I was breaking another level in my mind of like shyness mm-hmm. to the point where you forget the the crowds there and you're just like wow like that's really that's like freedom and it's like yeah I can see that is. It being like chiseled away like slice by slice yes I like to improv it's just like I don't know I was just like oh this is like so you really so have exposed. to come out of your box yeah you yeah. have to be completely put yourself out there to do that and to be afraid to not be afraid to make mistakes and look silly yes. and all of that like really be vulnerable in front of yes. people <laughs> like that's a lot of fear you know yeah yeah it's like the ego gets in a way a lot I think I'm, I'm kind of a mixed bag when it comes to the ego like I don't think it's I think there's a period where you have to kind of like shed your ego mm-hmm. and allow yourself to learn or get to the point where your ego is like not determining all of your moves yeah but I definitely feel like you kind of need an ego because it's like you're gonna aspire and complete wherever your target is so Mm -hmm. if you have like a if you you know if you so I really do believe that if you're like I want to make a million dollars you're gonna eventually make a million dollars if you really want to make it you'll find a way to make it if you want to make 10 million I think eventually you can make 10 if you want to make a billion that you wake up every day like I want to make a billion dollars yeah it just makes you feel I feel like if it comes from your heart you're gonna do whatever it takes right it's like make that money yeah and so for me I just feel like you know it's so important that like the ego like you kind of need the ego or else you're always going to be somebody like oh everything will just fall on my lap and I think that that's kind of drifting and to be on the path is it's okay to drift a bit on the path I yeah think the drifting can lead you to your path yeah but I think it's like to really do your work on this plan that you kind of have to like have an ego and have like a taste and have like a desire to go one way or the other yeah and I think I heard this saying one I forget who said this but it was like um try to like when when kind of working with your ego in a good way because you do need your ego because ultimately it's just protecting you (laughs) but we've you know we've all been conditioned in this certain way and the ego can get in the way like in a negative way but Mm -hmm. um I heard someone say one time like make a deal with your ego (laughs) like talk to it like talk to it and be like all right ego (laughs) (laughs) listen here (laughs) I I really need you to step out of the way because think about it it's like you can't really fully be intuitive if you're stuck in your ego that's true and becoming aware of your ego and becoming aware that it's like it's there always it's not you it's like a it's like a a fleeting feeling that comes in and out it's like the wind yeah but but you need it it's and yeah I don't know I really like that idea of like make a deal with your ego like um usually before I do like a card reading or things like that I will ask like all right ego please step aside for this like Mm -hmm. I don't need you right now like thank you for helping me but like I don't really need you right this second you know I feel like that's a good you know goes goes into getting like knowing good advice from bad advice and Mm -hmm. even like bad advice being able to be like okay like 
let's hear this because somebody brought it up for a reason it might not be what you want to hear it mm-hmm. might not be from the person you want to hear it from but you know at the end of the day just like still taking a second and being like hey like this person brings a different perspective mm-hmm. if they weren't going to sh- if they the reason they shared it is because clearly there's a, it's coming from a place of caring and they want you to do well yeah so it's like give yourself i don't know turn down the ego to just be able to hear others and kind of see like what they're seeing yeah or not because I think the ego, it, it puts this um, defense mechanism up. And so if you can get past that and realize like you're not in danger every second of every day, letting that go, you know, then you can, like you said, you can get, get what you need, get the good advice, get like, I don't know, all those other things you can yeah. soak up. But um, Anyway, um, have you had any weird dreams lately? Have you had any, like, I I feel like you told me the other night you were in this, like, in-between state. Like, did I you- did have a weird dream. I like- Do you remember it at all? I love talking about dreams. <laughs> I, I could talk about I dreams forever. I remember parts of it. It was weird. It was like, I was went to sleep really late. I was, like, working on a project. I went to sleep really late. But it was like, we you know, when you're going to sleep and it's like, you're not fully asleep, but it's like your eyes are shut and you're in the realm of yes. sleep, but you just, you, you just haven't shut down. Yeah. And it kind of just felt like I could, like, I was, like, watching myself move through different, like, worlds and channels. Like, I was in, like, a different, like, it was almost like a space-looking place, and I walked through it. And then there was one that was, like, a meadow-looking weird, like, but almost, like, android. Oh. And it was just, like, like, the forest had androids, like, and I was just, Mm -hmm. like, walking in there, and I was just, like, this is all so weird. What is this world? This doesn't look like Earth. And then... I don't know the rest of it to be honest it was super hazy because I don't mm-hmm. remember like specific details I just remember like moving through different like channels mm. of environments and just being like I don't and then I woke up the next morning and I felt so weird were you exhausted sometimes it, you can be you can wake up so tired yeah, when you're in between like that it was it's weird to call it exhaustion it was kind of just more of like I felt like I traveled and like I you was probably did you heard back gone. in my body and just like, <laughs> like what was that why am I here <laughs> I'm confused I wow. felt like I confused a lot though that's yeah. like a normal thing okay but I felt very <laughs> very confused because I was like why do I feel so weird why was that such a weird I don't know who knows what that message was yeah I wish I um I felt like I I feel like I was blocked in some way. Like it could have been clear, mm-hmm. but instead I just kind of, I kind of just experienced fragments of it, which mm-hmm. I thought was strange. More practice. Maybe I'm not ready. Yeah, maybe, or maybe I'm not ready to receive it yet. Like, yeah. Maybe that was a glimpse. Um, I don't know. I haven't been thinking about it because I was like, that's, that was so strange. Well, the ones, the dreams that stick with you for like sometimes like the whole day, that's always weird. Yeah. Like, um like some people don't remember their dreams I remember my dreams almost every night so I didn't remember my dreams for long it's only I want to say a few maybe like five or four or five months ago that I started remembering my dreams yeah like I used to so interesting I would sleep and I remember some that were like very intense yeah but most of them I never remembered and when I started remembering them I started like writing them down because I was like I knew that it was so different for me to even be receiving them Mm -hmm. have you ever had a lucid dream where you could like control what was going on um yeah I feel like I used to lucid dream a lot as a kid yeah I really liked dreaming and I I couldn't like I said like I never really remembered them I didn't know how to turn them them on (laughs) yeah so as a kid I would always like create these like worlds in my brain 
Ooh. and I wouldn't sleep for like I probably would always go to bed and like wouldn't sleep for like another hour uh-huh. because I would just be like in my brain like okay I want this dream to be like this I don't oh know. try to create your dream before yeah. you go to sleep and then it really <laughs> would transfer into like a full dream and I was like because I w- realized I, I'd wake up and I'd be like oh my god I, I really fell asleep like I mm-hmm. created that dream and I just think it was so weird but I didn't know it was called Dude. I don't know if that's lucid dreaming I don't know if that's like what I was doing when I was a kid but I just felt like I was such like a creative person yeah i wanted to make and make it happen i feel like i guess the lucid dream really is just knowing like while you're dreaming knowing that it's a dream it doesn't Mm -hmm. even have to mean like you're controlling things but just knowing the back of your head like oh wait this isn't real this is but i feel like that's the next level of lucid dreaming is when you start to control things and you're like oh Mm -hmm. i want to see this person or like let me go here or what happens when i touch this or like it's so weird. I I have had lucid dreams since I was really young. Like, I want to say like, well, definitely vivid dreams since the age of like five or six. Like ever since I can remember. Wow. I can still remember dreams from when I was six years old. Like it's wow. so crazy because they were always so vivid, always felt really real, always like maybe took place like in my house. So it was easy, like, I'm so familiar with these places, it's easy for my subconscious to, like, pull it up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, the memory bank, it's, it's like so a cool. file cabinet of, like, a massive file cabinet. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. And I, I think, too, because it's, like, you know, it's definitely, like, everything you see, you're kind of, like, a drawing a sketch of, and it's, like, landing in your subconscious. So it, it's always interesting to see, like, how your subconscious will, like, bring it up again. Yeah. I had one, there's, like, I've had plenty of lucid dreams that, that are really cool that I could go on and on about, but I had one experience where it, where I think I actually, like, astral projected, and it was in college, and I remember taking a nap and, like, sleeping. I never really sleep on my back, like, I always sleep on my mm-hmm. side, but I fell asleep on my back, and I, in my dream, I, like, woke up. I'm in my room. Everything's the same. I see my cat, Leo. He looks crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, Leo, what's going on? And I like get up. I walk like around the house. I walk to my roommate's room and I tell her something. Um, And it was almost like in the dream, I was trying to wake myself up. Like I didn't like it. And I was like telling her like, help me wake up. Like (laughs) something's wrong. Anyway, she wouldn't help me, so I go back to my room, and I and I just like turn around and I like see myself sleeping in the Whoa. bed, and I like jump back into my body, like did a twist, and like woke up. It was insane. It literally was like I left and was like a little ghost walking around so and jumped back yeah, into my I mean, heart. That's how my dream kind of felt. It, it was, was so like... weird cool though it never happened that was again like perp- okay so you think it just kind of like happened and you weren't because i know there's ways of like inducing it yeah well yeah. it was during a time where i think our friends were kind of obsessed with it like um talking about lucid dreaming a lot and it was i was reading up about it a lot i was kind of surrounding myself with it and they say that if you want to learn how to lucid dream or if you want to achieve that like read up on it as much as possible because it's going to basically filter into your subconscious so when you're in the dream state it's easier to access that information that you know lets you lucid dream like there's ways that you can do it I think my way was always like when I'd start dreaming and it's vivid and I know I know I'm dreaming um you have to do like reality checks and it like mine would be like look at my hands 
Mm-hmm. So I'd always remember to look at my hands because I always had this ring on. And um, sometimes the ring would be there, sometimes not. Sometimes my hands would like look really weird. But then after looking at the hands, I would say out loud, I am dreaming. And after you say that, it was almost like, you know, how dreams are really hazy. Yeah. Once I acknowledged that I was dreaming, everything would be like, <laughs> like more crystal clear than like real life. Mm. It was insane. Yeah. And things would just come to life and be bright and colorful and sparkling and just totally another realm, like super cool. Wow, <laughs> like super, super that's cool. Really cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like a heightened sense of like your ideal reality. Too. Yeah. A lot of like nature. Um, that's kind of like what would happen for me. It'd be like nature, trees, fields, things like that. But also I've been in some some scary lucid dreams too. I remember one time it was like, I was being chased or something. And so I like run, I'm running to my car and I try to get in the car and my car is locked. And so I say out loud, unlock the car. (laughs) And it did. And I could get in my car and I try to start driving and it's giving me problems. And I'm like, start. And it starts and I'm able to drive away. So weird. (laughs) And that's what I was reading into was like, when you're lucid dreaming, you can talk out loud to your dream. And that is what makes it like more powerful, stronger, and more memorable when you wake up like super cool it really didn't happen for a very long period of time that I was able to do that because then I just kind of stopped reading about it and it was just like whatever but definitely had some that cool so experiences is, are those like the multiple are those like the time slips like is that where you can see <laughs> other dimensions as like moments of like I don't know because I, I believe wonder, like, so why do things feel so like mm-hmm. I remember having a dream where I went to this place I used to go to as a kid and I, but I had the car that I have now and I saw somebody, I went to meet somebody and I come back and my car was like destroyed. Like somebody just like completely like broke the window, <laughs> tore everything in the center, inside the car up, like completely just like fucked it up. Yeah. And I was just like, I came back like appalled and terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, someone just what like destroyed my car. <laughs> and it felt so real. And I was just like, that's such a weird dream. And I just woke up and I was like, that's such a weird dream. But then I, I looked into it and it was just like, the car is one of the most like, I guess one of your most intimate places because you spend so much time yeah, in it. Yeah. So it's like something is like, you know, you're not over something that's very intimate or holds very close to you. And mm-hmm. that's why I looked at it and I was like, wow, it's kind of crazy the way you get messages and yeah, you perceive things. Um, and then just how like, I don't know, but how everything feels so real. It's like, is that what an alternate dimension is? Everything is the same, but it's just like wonky, like wonky to like your reality and your perception of it. I always think of like interstellar. Yeah. Like, I think that that's like a real thing, you know, that how they, I don't know how time works out and can be warped and, you know, um, the other fascinating thing about dreams is like seeing like past loved ones like have you ever like had that happen where you like see like your your past like whoever like no. have you lost anybody close to you like yeah like I lost well just like really my like grandparents yeah so I, I kind of grew up with them yes and like spent a lot of summers with them but then like I've had like friends well actually take that back like I've had friends that I've lost and I've, I've dreamt of them yeah yep or like they come back like whether I was like writing working on like a story and their like their characteristics kind of like strung up something in me mm, um, yeah and they come to you through that yeah 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 especially I feel like people that just have like I mean family members have very distinct energy but mm-hmm. then, then just like I feel like people you end up wanting to write about like usually they're 
kind of like bigger than life Mm -hmm. personalities that like impact on you yeah yeah I because I've had dreams like after my grandparents passed away like I still have dreams about them and it's usually always the same it's usually like I see them I hug them and like I cry (laughs) that's it and it's just but it's such a beautiful thing every time it happens and I like try to soak it up while it's happening and and I wake up and I'm like oh that was so nice like they come to visit me every once in a while for sure which is I don't know I like is that my subconscious being like oh I just miss you or is it you know you know like Mm -hmm. cure I don't know I feel like I don't know I'm somebody that believes that like nobody ever really like I'm I'm I find it more believable the idea of like Beetlejuice and like everybody's in like a waiting room and then they get like they go like that's so funny I've been watching that so much lately it's like always on tv I love love it too it's so good it's so fun Um, (laughs) but I really think that like if you're in a waiting room and then like you get like transferred to like your (laughs) ideal location yeah and then from there you're like oh okay I can like watch you from this like nice condo in the sky oh I'll stay here (laughs) it's probably really Uh, nice up in heaven right what's going on up there luxury oh man that's so funny beetlejuice 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 (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um we also watched oh then we watched this paris hilton documentary oh yes have you guys seen that oh my god it was good it was good and i it was in it was just it was interesting it was it was very interesting and i felt like you know, it's so interesting. It's crazy, like, growing up at a time where it's, like, she was everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. her little, like, gang crew. Mm-hmm. crew, Girl gang, girl, girl gang crew. <laughs> yeah. And they were so bad. They got into so much trouble. They did, like, the Simple Life. Really, like, icons, like, all of us. I yes, feel like our, our generation, yeah. We're, like, that millennial group where it was, like, super influenced by, like, Lindsay Lohan and, like, Paris Hilton. And, all- and it's just crazy because... When I was watching, I was just like, it's wild. One, like so much of that was, I mean, I kind of knew it was like a, like a character she'd do. Yes. But it's just wild to know that it's like, oh, we're still in business. (laughs) Right. Like that's still happening every day. Like, yeah. And like, she's still like, I mean, she's a crazy businesswoman and it's like mm -hmm. so much props to her. It's kind of crazy. Like to have this person like it's like going back into perception it's like she Mm -hmm. puts off this like very like ditzy vibe but then she finds a way to like kill in the boardroom you're just like what is that yeah what does she have like basically like 20 different companies yeah businesses and all the making like millions you know and she's like I'm not gonna stop until I make a billion dollars like then I'll finally be happy but she just it's so crazy like I do love the the candid aspect of like seeing who she really is but it's kind of sad like I don't know it's it just you've got to think like that perspective that celebrities that that they portray like it's so strong that we like forget that they go through things too that they're human that they like really could go through some crazy traumatic shit and are like traumatized but then they put on a pair of sunglasses and play a show and you know that's not who they really are I don't know like what is that what is I don't know what does that mean for us like as a race as culture like well I think we all do that I think we all get really caught up in just like absolutely of how everything looks or how people perceive what we've accomplished because I mean end of the day it's like she's incredibly accomplished she's doing things that like people dream about but it's like she hasn't been able to like 
find this a way to live simply like somebody else who you know just want like was seeking and like to have a family and like nice home and to just be happy and just to be around loved ones Mm -hmm. she struggles with that in a very intense way yeah um and I just think that that just kind of shows you it's like one like you never know what anybody's going through two everyone kind of like we all are like kind of like excelling and growing and working our way through a lot of heavy shit yes um, yeah no matter who you are <laughs> and it was just wild to me because I feel like you know she's known as this like party girl I was like so surprised I was not surprised but I was just like damn like she's still like getting crunk she's at the still going. She's like, like I was like that sounds like one it's like sounds like super fun but also it's like she's been doing that for so long right like oh my god I'd be tired I'd be so tired. I'd be like, I'm done. I thought that was Retiring. so funny. Like, she's still taking shots before, <laughs> yeah. like, a full DJ set. Like, I mean, it is, hey, it go ahead funny. on, girl. That's what you always like to do. But yeah, it's yeah. just kind of wild. It's just like, wow. Like, if you really, like, love something enough and you, like, seek it, you can make a career out of it. Yeah. You can do your thing in it. Oh, yeah. No matter what it is. It's That's true. That's America, Ambition. <laughs> perseverance a so little USA. USA allows you to. we are lucky we are really lucky yeah. to like be able to do that you know it's a super blessed country because i don't yeah. know i'll see stuff and i'm just like this girl like okay yeah she came from a very wealthy family sure right but nonetheless she literally was like i like the party all yeah. the time no I don't want to. I don't want to be like y'all, hoity toity. New York, LA, <laughs> like, I London, don't like Miami. I see you. I'm 15. I'm going to clubs. I'm partying all night. Then I'm gonna go on a reality show and party more. Yep. And then I'm gonna be a DJ and go all over the world and make tons of money on partying. It's just like, dang, mm-hmm. that's resourceful. Resourceful. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. It was such an interesting documentary. You guys should check it out. It's on YouTube if you have a chance. Yeah. Um, it was really good. I. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's just and it's just weird too because I feel like documentaries like like a simple life did you realize how much of that was like like fabricated yeah like the whole thing but then now it's like we're moving towards this real like this realism and filmmaking and art and it's really interesting how everything feels so authentic and like so and I'm sure there's a lot of that's still manufactured things that are tweaked right but I was like wow we're really getting to like like, I used to love behind the music and yes. shows like that. And it's, like, you still know that they're, like, kind of, like, overextending themselves. Yeah, they're putting it on a little but bit, But it's, know. like, I feel like that kind of allows for, like, a whole new, like, when artists are able to be, or people of stature, heiress of anybody are able to be really authentic, you kind of just see, like, wow, like, we're all just these, like, messed up children running around, <laughs> running into walls. Literally. Just trying not to run into walls. Yeah, that is interesting, because I have seen the shift of, like, people getting more real now and being mm-hmm. like no this is like really what goes on and I love that I love seeing you think that. that's social media because it's like anybody can like hop on their phone and like say what they want I don't know because before it was like oh I gotta get my photographer and mm-hmm, makeup mm-hmm. and my style and, and now, now you can like, do it all yourself kind of thing yeah and I think people want to see themselves they want to see because I think when you're able to see yourself in things and people don't feel, not that people don't feel as great, mm-hmm. but when they feel super great, it's hard to be like, oh, how am I going to do that? But I mean, um, we kind of discussed this last night and mm-hmm. just like how Elon Musk is essentially like our Thomas Edison. And it's just yes. like, 
how like Thomas Edison back in the day, he was like, here's a light bulb. And that like broke the press. And people were like, <laughs> wow, this great man. And like, he is a definitely a great man. And you know, he did work with a lot of amazing like geniuses too. So it's like, I, I know there's so many people don't realize it's such a team with on every genius. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of shows you like these, like from somebody like a Elon Musk and he was a kid, he just saw like all these inventors and was just like, wow, I'm gonna, I want to like, do that. Do that. And it's like, I feel like it kind of grounds it, especially when you listen to that person talk and they're just like, wow, they failed a bunch or mm-hmm. wow, like they're so insecure about a lot of things or wow, like they actually haven't figured out the stuff yeah. that most people like the easy stuff, the easy stuff. Cause I feel like family relationships are incredibly hard. But yes. I think it's a challenge for people that really strive a lot. Like yeah how to balance all of that at once yeah definitely it's cool too because like you're talking about thomas edison it's like that the light bulb like without the light bulb we wouldn't have tv movie like it all trickled down from yeah. this one human and it's like it it feels like we've like we're at a standstill a little bit like okay where how do we go up from here like it, aren't there people out there that are like waiting to create something that doesn't exist yet like yeah, what's I mean, in the works yeah, <laughs> there's gotta to be see. something I definitely think there's people that are making and evolving I think that like part of that is like the idea of invention I think we kind of it's too large of a scale like I think it's like if you can get like your business idea off the ground you've invented an idea that mm-hmm. makes money and could be made could help other people make money down the road right and then just by you like breaking through that ceiling the next thing you could do is like okay now what will make my job easier like what could I create that's going to make my job easier and then you can create another product off of that and it's like after so many trials and errors you're eventually going to stumble upon something that nobody's done before. right right and I think that's like the space that we need to give ourselves yes. it's just like everything is like a working towards something much bigger because right. I, mean, I don't I don't think Edison was like I'm mean, I'm trust I don't know like full numbers and dates but I can't imagine he was that young of a dude when he invented like he was pretty old yeah, right? so it's like there's so many inventions and so many failures we didn't even know about it's crazy before. to think about I, I was watching this crazy doc on like Carnegie Mellon mm-hmm. and he started with a dollar 20 and became like the richest <laughs> man he was like 498 billion end of his life I... and he donated all to charity wow like his kids didn't get anything yeah, he did it every single because he was this really ruthless businessman. Like he'd have these like factories where they make steel and like twenty men a day would die. Oh my! Was, like, they work, like, yeah. He was like really bad. <laughs> he was really like I was like this guy is a savage, but it's literally like he'd like work these old men like a, <laughs> like a steel meal like burnt like three thousand degree heat burning while they Jeez, steal. That's so they brutal. die they work like 19 hour days so they're like let us get a raises like how oh, raises you work till you die he literally was like the people were like Mm-mm. like the americans were like we can't work under these circumstances so he would literally hire immigrants because like he could pay them less and then work them three times as much i was like he was really ruthless but he Jeez. felt bad i guess i don't know i guess he grew conscious towards the end and he was like i'm gonna donate every life. single penny um to just charities and universities and all sorts of stuff um well i guess i mean that's a but nice, it that's just tells nice, you but... it's like damn like a dollar 20 right i mean wow. now that's probably like 20 dollars right inflation. yeah i'm like eh. but back then a dollar 20 that's like to even turn a dollar 20 into you know four billion or whatever 400, it's a, it's 400 billion it's, i'm sorry it's insane 
It's insane. It's, it's, and he failed in between. He almost lost everything at one point. So we literally do it twice. Did you hear about um? I forget who, but flying cars in the in the works. I feel like they've had flying cars. No, where are they? Well, okay, maybe they're not like what how we happening? see it in the Jetson. But I remember as a kid there was like a uh, it was like a James Bond car, and it was a car that would turn into a boat. It was in like the fabulous life, like see. the fabulous life, and it was like look at this car that turns into a boat, and they drove the car into the water, and then it like trans. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this isn't new news. It's like two years ago. It's like world's first flying car about to go on sale. The hard thing about something like that is who is allowed to fly this car? Well, you have to be a pilot. For one, I'm sure you have to get crazy permits. Two, it's like, how are you going to scale that down? Like, we just figured out how to get Teslas to 69. Right. So, what's the starting rate for a flying car? I think eventually, right. And like, I don't know. I don't know. We've been talking about flying cars since like the Jetsons. <laughs> I know. I've been talking about like, it. I don't even life. want to put like a time frame on it, but I'm sure eventually every man in America will be able to uh, drive a flying, Have a flying car. car. That's like the funniest thing because the flying car is like what I would think about. Like as a young girl, I remember talking to my dad about it and being like, wow dad like can you imagine when I'm 20 and there's gonna be flying cars? <laughs> like I thought that like the future was like so close you know yeah. and I mean it actually was but just you know you visualize I mean it differently. hey if you can draw it it can be built oh yeah and I think that that's like it's all about execution yeah and um right now we just do a lot of we just do a lot of sketches but very few execute yeah so yeah we just need to inspire everybody to execute because if you can draw a flying car and if you can like draw like I don't know the thing I remember Willy Wonka in the end where there's like <laughs> He's like after he does that like crazy. It's like you failed, you lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like changes his mind. He's like, let's go on this elevator, and the elevator like springs out of the fucking roof, and it's like <laughs> they look at him like this guy like, is off his rocker, but like they're still like he's like, like multiple times and he's <laughs> unstable. But they're like, we're gonna spring out of this building with you into the, the outer realms of this sky because he told me the factor is mine, I guess, and he's like look at this charlie this is all yours and it's like kind of crazy it's like why are there not more like pogo stick elevator situations where it's like you go into a mall and it's like boosh and it's like oh all this is mine you can just could you imagine the lawsuits but the fun it's like it's like a air balloon but like an elevator yes like a little golden egg that you can fly in I just want to know why nobody finished that. Like somebody should have been. I mean, I feel like Burning Man or something. Like, that would be like a really good. Like you go into this like oh you're raving and then you walk into this room and it's like a gold like Willy Wonka Vader. What is it called? A Wonka Vader? Is that what he called it? I don't it? remember. <laughs> but what I'm picturing at Burning Man, if there was something like that, it would be like that episode of SpongeBob where they go into the weird ass elevator and shit gets weird and they go. Patrick ends up in the white room with like tiles moving and like, just, like weird. Like, I love. What? There's so many moments like that where I was I like, love that. SpongeBob writers are tripping nuts. Like, yeah, say, like, there's like memories. Where I'm just like, like I don't know. Like I tore my pants. Remember that episode? Yeah. And it just started with him saying, "I tore my pants," and it became this whole thing. It was like a musical. He, was, <laughs> he got big. The band got big, and they were like traveling all over. And then they, it was like a behind the music and like square, like under the sea. Yes, the literally. And they band, oh the band God, broke up, it. and I was like, "This is so much drama for a kid's show. It's so emotionally engaging. Like he strikes a big, 
they tore in the band breakup <laughs> all because he ripped his pants honestly <laughs> spongebob was so genius and i just mm-hmm. i love how our generation we could be like oh my god remember that one spongebob episode where they go in their caveman like what anybody knows what episode you're talking about like yeah. it's so funny that our generation knows every single episode yeah, now it's every like, reference you see you that know girl it. on tiktok and i'm like i don't even have tiktok yeah you see that girl on tiktok that does that one dance and you go on tiktok and it's like a thousand people have done the same dance which girl oh it's uh it's just Haley underscore w <laughs> underscore love underscore 1109 i'm like who can you please repeat that long oh ass title? Oh yeah, it's on TikTok. Oh yeah, download TikTok. Hold on, don't tell me until I download it. Give me 10 minutes. I'm gonna just download yeah, TikTok. Literally. Oh, and then it's like, so and then you're like, what is the name again? They're like, they're like, who? And I'm like, oh, so none of us know. Okay. What a life nowadays. Like it's have you a little more complex. YouTuber that does the mine, what is it? Minecraft videos? There's like 10,000 YouTubers yeah. who do it. There's a million know. of them. It's different. These are much yeah. more streamlined back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. I don't know, though. It's crazy. It, even though, like, too many choices. Things like opinion. that are so, like, overly saturated, like, somehow everyone is still, like, able to do it. And Well, yeah, because you find and, a little nook and cranny. Yeah. Um, that's what's really cool about algorithms. I mean, the one of the, the one of the least, the less sinister thing about <laughs> al- al- <laughs> algorithms. Uh, uh, uh. But the cool thing about algorithms is like, oh, like this is like, you can see like, oh, this is what I like. Like, yeah, because I think it's hard to define like your taste and what the things that really um, interest you. But it's it's nice when it's like, oh, YouTube, okay. like Yeah. I can see like the kind of person, like, have I met my expectations of myself? Like, this is the kind of int- uh, content that I can see. I know, that is weird. You should see my YouTube. The algorithm is, it's like all like, healing frequencies and like yoga <laughs> and like, I feel like waterfall sounds <laughs> it, 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 my <laughs> algorithm is like cra- like a crazy person it's like it's like the algorithm is like it's like Nietzsche my algorithm is like Jordan Peterson but then it's like but then it's like this is the feds or like super yeah, crazy conspiracies crazy but then it's like shit, yeah. lions in the field I don't know it's nature videos a nut or it's like I love it or it's like weird music stuff. Yeah, I watch a lot of like content creator, like artists, like content creators and directors, and like yeah. The only aggravating thing for me, like I get aggravated with the algorithm because it's like I wish that I miss the days that I could go on YouTube and just be like, what is out there? Like I know it kind of can become annoying because they'll they'll pigeonhole you. They're like, you are yeah. only gonna like this. And I'm yeah, like, I'm done looking at like these how do I find videos. something new without searching for it? I delete my search. <laughs> every so okay so you just start fresh yeah. like the whole search starts down. i'm like okay we're gonna start fresh okay. and usually you know depending on what it is you'll end up um kind of like morphing into what you would watch before yeah but i feel it find that it's like kind of like cleansing your palate it is yeah i need mm-hmm. to try that because sometimes i'm just like all right i'm bored and what can i like what who else is out there like a new youtuber that yeah, would be fun to yeah. watch like it's hard to find those it is crazy though it's it so kind of shows you how infinite the world is too because yeah. it's like you'll be watching something and then you'll like clear your search history and then you'll be like who is that guy i used to watch and they'll pop up again it's like i haven't seen this person in yeah. months yeah like, you just fell right down the youtube rabbit hole <laughs> oh my god yeah oh dude did you ever watch christina grimmy oh 
Well, apparently, okay, so she was a YouTuber, amazingly talented piano player and singer, eventually went on to be on The Voice and, um, like, concerts and all that, but she ended up getting shot at, her, like, her first concert, oh, I wow. think, and I just learned about this, like, literally two nights ago, I just learned about it, That's and this crazy. happened, like, two years ago, but, yeah, oh, I loved her, she was, she was so good, but anyway, wow. rest in peace. That's sad. Yeah, crazy. But I was like, wow, was that like her purpose? Like, did she just like live out her purpose? And she got to that point in her life where she had made it and she was performing and then that was it. Like, you know, when I you know, think about is, that, like life is crazy. Yeah. I think about that too, especially like when I think about like younger people who pass away, I'm always just like, damn, like, are they, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I believe in reincarnation. I think that you come, you like each time you're reincarnated, you're learning a different skill set that you're yeah. supposed to serve you and the reality that you're in. And yeah, I do too. It I might take so. you like a thousand years to yeah. complete a task, but mm-hmm. you're doing it in different variations, different perspectives. Yeah. Yep. And I always do wonder that about younger people, like, will that person come back? Will it be different? Like, who knows? It's wild. Life is very very sensitive yeah and well you bleeding. just never know yeah you never know what could happen you know so it's just important to be great be grateful every, every day, day. Yeah. seriously yeah <sighs> guys be grateful every single day because for real life's too short it is short it's too short and you should be free and have fun and try everything don't get scared don't get scared of trying everything yeah fail a million times get out of your comfort zone because i yeah. feel like that's really when you grow that's the sweet spot yeah it is (sighs) all right guys i think that's it for this week's episode we had fun we are just having more and more fun each episode and just enjoying this time but i hope you guys are enjoying it let us know what you think if you have any suggestions topics that you want us to go over um and yeah check us out on all the forums we're on spotify youtube apple music um so yeah you can check us out there anchor yes anchor as well um but yeah we're gonna go now bye thank you bye guys have a great week we'll see you next time